0: Welcome back to Hot Girls Read with Tina. Hey everyone. My name is Stina and I am the host of Hot Girls Read. Here, we nurture our mind, body, and souls by reading personal development books. We discuss skills and techniques we learn from the text to manifest the lives we want, and we cultivate self-love to become the best version of ourselves. Nothing is hotter than a confident girl who is strong mentally, physically, and spiritually. We are back again, starting a new book called The Mountain Is You by Brianna Wiest. This is a book about self-sabotage. Why we do it, when we do it, and how to stop doing it for good. In this first episode, I am covering the reasons why we self-sabotage and how we can uh, fix them. You may relate to all of these reasons or you may relate to only one of them, but I loved diving into each reason because I was able to make connections between not only myself but different people in my life and for which reasons they also self-sabotage. This is an amazing book for us to cover in the beginning of the new year because it makes us do internal work and reflection that will help us kickstart our personal development journey. If you follow Hot Girls Read on TikTok, then you know that I have said any advice I give in the episodes are advice that I am taking away from these books and I apply it to my life. Anything I tell you you should do, I also do for myself because we are on this journey together. I hope you all enjoy the episode. Nothing is holding us back in life more than ourselves. Self-sabotage is really just the product of an unconscious need that we are fulfilling on our own, whether we realize it or not. We do it to protect ourselves. It is nothing but a coping mechanism that comes from a rational fear. In order to get to the root of the self-sabotage, we have to do a lot of reflecting on our limiting beliefs, our traumas, and our emotions that we have shoved away. By the end of this book, we will have improved our emotional intelligence, self-love, and resilience. When I give you the reasons why we self-sabotage and if you identify with one or more of them, know that that is because you have a narrative about yourself that is limiting or untrue. Brianna says that our lives are defined on how we think of ourselves. And a lot of times, these are subconscious beliefs that we have to dig deep into to discover and to fix. The hard part about changing the way we view ourselves is that in our very primal years, so from the time we were born till about seven years old, we spend that time taking in information. We gather information like what our parents believe about us and the views our family had politically and we form an opinion about ourselves and that sticks with us forever unless we make a very conscious choice to change it. You've heard me say before that we are manifestors of the life we want. And Brianna agrees saying that we, what we believe about our life will be true about our life. And this applies to us whether it's good or bad. If you believe you have a fantastic life full of abundance and love, then that will be true for your life. But if you believe bad things happen to you all the time and nothing ever works out in your favor, then that will also be true for your life. Self-sabotage comes from limiting beliefs we have about ourselves. The first step in truly healing our self-sabotage is changing the way we think about ourselves. This also goes back to what I have said in previous episodes about shifting our mindset and changing our negative thoughts about ourselves to positive ones. We said that we can do this by writing affirmations and keeping them in our room. These affirmations are statements about ourselves that start with, I am. I am beautiful. I am intelligent. I am loved by everyone who knows me. I am secure in who I am. If you follow Hot Girls Read on TikTok, then you may have seen my video of of my affirmations I keep on my mirror in my room. Now, your past negative thoughts might sound something like, I am never able to be in a committed relationship or I am not lucky. Everything is hard for me to accomplish. Stop the negative self-talk. Anytime you hear this voice in your head, you have to have a strict mental diet and quickly change it to a positive affirmation. As humans, we find it easier to stick with the negative narrative because there's less work involved. It takes much more work to be positive and change our life. Brianna gives us an amazing quote to start off the book and she says, the greatest act of self-love is to no longer accept a life you are unhappy with. We create our reality and we have full power to change our lives and we start by taking accountability for our thoughts and our actions we are the main characters on hot girls read we are on a journey of personal development and self-love that will radically reinvent who we are remember we're the main characters of our reality it's our life it's our story to some people this is exciting and to others they will avoid it because change is scary and doing the internal work is scary. But keeping ourselves attached to an old version of ourselves that is toxic and no longer serves us is self-sabotage in and of itself. I am proud of you for showing up today to enrich your mind and begin the change. Brianna gives us 18 different reasons why we self-sabotage, and she gives us advice on how we can fix each one. Remember, um, when I explain these reasons, you may identify with only one of them, or you may identify with multiple of them, and that is completely okay. You may also find connections between these reasons and other people in your life who self-sabotage as well. The first one is resistance. This is so interesting because we may find ourselves being resistant to good things in our life. It is very rare that we are fighting resistance when there is a problem to solve. But when we are trying to build or create something, we form a resistance because thriving in life is something we may not be used to. We may only be used to having to be in survival mode all the time. So when we get to a point where we are succeeding, it is unfamiliar to us and we form resistance to slow it down. To fix this, we we have to uh, step back and think about if we truly want what we are aiming for, and we have to reflect on what subconscious thoughts we have that are limiting beliefs that cause the resistance. Is it because you don't think you're worthy of the new home you purchased, or you're not deserving of the fantastic relationship you are in? Once you identify the limiting beliefs, you can you then need to change those thoughts to. I am worthy of this new home or I am deserving of this loving relationship. I feel like it always goes back to affirmations. I, You all will get sick of me saying that, but you really should affirm and write them down. Um, So this is your reminder. Go write them down and put them in your room to read each day. The next reason we self-sabotage is called hitting our upper limit. This is a term um, by Gay Hendricks, who is a psychologist, a writer, and a teacher of personal development. He is known for helping enhance relationships and conscious breathing exercises. He and his wife do some amazing work if you want to search him up. Um, So hitting our upper limit means that there is only a certain amount of happiness that we allow ourselves to feel. When we get to a point where we are experiencing happiness and that exceeds our normal state of happiness, we unconsciously self-sabotage to bring ourselves back down to that comfortable level of happiness. You'll notice that a lot of these reasons um, we self-sabotage are because we as humans love what's familiar and comfortable, no matter how positive or negative. Whatever is comfortable for us, we don't like to go beyond or below that state. An example of this could be maybe you come from a family that's in a lower economic status, and you get a free ride to a really nice college because of an athletic scholarship. You are not used to experiencing the nicer things in life, and experiencing this level of happiness, so you self sabotage by doing by, uh, by um, doing poorly with your academics, and then you get kicked out of the university. If we jump into a new situation with two feet, we may shock ourselves leading to this self-sabotage. The way that we can fix this is by slowly acclimating ourselves to the new change. Give yourself grace and take your time adjusting. Eventually, you will get used to this new level of happiness and it will become your new baseline. Okay, next we have uprooting. Uprooting is when we find ourselves jumping from relationship to relationship or constantly changing things in our life. And that is because we don't want to focus on fixing the issues from that relationship or that job. In uprooting, we are only comfortable staying in a place of sprouting and we won't let ourselves blossom. This reminds me of that Hillary Duff movie, The Perfect Man. And in that movie, Hilary Duff's mom makes the whole family move every time one of her relationships don't work out and she gets scared. Then the whole family has to start over in a new town. This is a really good example of uprooting. Hilary Duff's mom was only comfortable in beginning a new chapter of her life, but never wanting to finish the previous chapter because she would move before it even got that far. How do we resolve this? We have to first recognize the pattern in our life. If you think you do this, then the next time you're in a situation where you would normally flee, challenge yourself to stay and face the discomfort to figure out why you are uncomfortable and think about how you can make the situation a healthy one that you do not run away from perfectionism this is a good one this is when we set up unrealistic goals for ourselves and then we fall short we expect that we should get everything right the very first time we try when we are afraid of failing or afraid of what other people may think of us we sabotage ourselves by not putting in the consistent work necessary and finding excuses Reaching for perfectionism is not about getting it right the first time, but it's about showing up again and again to eventually get to mastery. My fitness journey was always in this constant cycle of finding the perfect workout routine that had me in the gym six days a week for over an hour and no real way of keeping me myself accountable. So when I would miss a day, it was no longer a perfect mission and I would give up. It's. It's not about doing it well, but it's about showing up. I tell my students all the time, your best is going to look different every day, but as long as you show up and do your best for that day, that is what really matters, Instead of perfection, focus on progress, and that is what I did in 2022. I took progress photos, and I understood that my fitness journey would be a slow process, but as long as I showed up and I recorded my workouts, had realistic goals, and was consistent, I would eventually reach my goals. Just focus on getting it done instead of it being perfect. Limited um, emotional processing skills. Limited emotional processing skills. We need to be able to cope with all of our emotions, not just some of them. We stop ourselves by ignoring the uncomfortable emotions. We do this when we avoid situations that we know could possibly bring up those emotions. I'm not going to say any names, but I know someone in my life who avoids hard conversations because they truly don't want to experience the sad or uncomfortable emotions that may arise in those conversations or in those situations. Instead, they stay mute and let other people speak on their behalf. Or they just ignore the situation altogether and never truly let themselves feel the feel the emotion and um, discover ways to cope with them. When we don't let ourselves process all of our emotions, we are only experiencing half of the life we could be because we are fixated on emotions that we have no coping skills to manage and move on. The first step is to identify why you are feeling the way you do, validate your feelings, let yourself feel the the emotion, and then change your behavior or mindset to get the outcome you want in your future. I recommend journaling or talking to a trusted person about how you are feeling and maybe even seeing a therapist. I mean, talking about your emotions and then learning from that therapist or from your online research the different coping skills that you can use when those emotions arise, I think would be really good. The next reason we self-sabotage is justification Brianna says when we have a goal a dream or a plan there is no measure of intent it is only whether you did it or you didn't do it any other reason you offer for not showing up and doing the work is simply because it's simply you stating that you prioritize that reason over your ultimate ambition which means that it will always take precedence in your life We fix this by no longer being complacent. Stop accepting the excuses. It's not about how many days you wanted to go without drinking, but it's about if you actually did it. It's not about no longer allowing your phone in bed with you, but it's if you really do it. It's not about whether you wanted to start a business. It's if you actually did it. We can make the change by quantifying our days with how many positive things we did for ourselves and how many healthy things we did, and over time, we will make progress. Disorganization. I love this one. I don't think people really understand the import- importance of making your bed each morning and leaving your home or your apartment to uh, leaving your just leaving your space tidy and clean. If you work from home, this is all this also means making sure your workspace is neat for the next time you come to it. When we leave these areas of our life in disorder, we are actually subconsciously bringing chaos into our lives. Brianna says nothing positive nor beautiful flows from chaos. I love making sure that my house is clean in the morning before I leave for work and at night before I go to bed. I put everything back in its space and I do it because it makes me feel like I have my life in, in order. I, <clears throat> I know this is a lot harder If you a lot harder to do if you have kids, but if you make it a priority, then you will do it like it is second nature to you. Now, the reason we may keep these areas of our life disorganized is because we feel uncomfortable when things are in order. If things are in order, then that means we have space to accomplish our goals and dreams. We must get to work on becoming the best version of ourselves but we leave these areas messy so we can like pr- procrastinate we um we can use them as an excuse for why we haven't done the important things for ourselves you still have to make your bed or you still have to clean your room so you don't have time to go to um go read that personal development book or go to the gym a common theme to Fixing these self sabotaging behaviors is starting slow. Slowly make the effort to clean your bedroom each morning and each night. It takes 66 days to build a habit. Start today. You will start to feel so much more in control of your life and less stressed. If you follow Hot Girls Read on TikTok, I've been posting short videos of just reminders to go make your bed. It's already noon, go make your bed. It's a really great reminder. I know I keep saying uh, these different reasons for self-sabotaging are interesting, but this one is also super interesting. Attachment to what you don't really want. What this means is we take on whatever dreams and goals other people have for us, or you may outgrow your old ambitions. We do everything we can to force ourselves to want something, but, but we have to sit and think, is it really our genuine desire or did it come from the pressure or... Of someone from someone else, someone else putting that pressure on you. I feel like a big example of this is going to college. I truly feel like previous generations have been so brainwashed by our system, and millennials and Gen Zs are breaking the cycle. College is a scam, I'm sorry. College is is a scam, and the only reason I went to college is because that's what I was told I am supposed to do. I can't blame anyone for it, but you do have to think to yourself, okay, is this something I really want or is there another path I would prefer to to take? The next time you do something or make a decision, ask yourself, do I actually want to do this? Do you love the person or do you just like the companionship? Do you love the job or do you just like what other people will think of you by having the job? Sometimes self sabotage just shows us we are not on the right path yet and need to reevaluate, even if that means disappointing people in our lives. Remember, we are the creators of our reality, no one else. Brianna says, Our only responsibility is to make decisions for the person we have become. And I think that is a hard concept for a lot of us to understand because we are so used to caring about what other people think. And really, it only matters what we think. We fix this by creating space for ourselves and letting go of what just isn't, what doesn't feel right, what isn't right for us. But it will take a lot of courage and. We have to put aside our pride to do this. Okay, next, judging others. Ooh, judging others. We all know um, talking about other people and criticizing is toxic, yet we all do it as a way of connecting with other people. I come from a very close family, and the females in my family love to talk. That being said, as an adult, I am trying to weed out things I grew up with that no longer serve me and the person I am becoming, and this is definitely one of them. I said in the uh, previous episode about um, the four qualities of an ungettable girl that the daydream quality is one where we always have something to talk about with other people from exploring things we are interested in or reading books. Doing this prevents us from falling back into criticizing other people, judging others because we actually have something to talk about instead of something someone to talk about. Um, This is extremely detrimental to our success. We end up sabotaging our own lives by talking about other people, by judging others for what we don't have or because we envy them. We place the same rules on ourselves and end up hurting ourselves more than hurting the other person. For example, if you were around someone growing up who would say things like, Oh, so-and-so is snotty because they have so much money and can do whatever they want. Really, that person is exposing their insecurity of not having money and they have put a negative connotation with having money and therefore will never be financially well off. We... We can fix this by learning to love others. And in turn, we will also love ourselves. Usually, you hear it the other way around, where it's like, love yourself, and then others will love you too. But really, it's love others. Put all the love into others, and you will also love yourself. We are halfway through the 18 reasons we self sabotage, coming from the book The Mountain Is You by Brianna Wiest. If you are enjoying the episode, please leave a comment and or follow Hot Girls Read on Instagram and TikTok at Read underscore podcast. I post a lot about the books I'm reading in advance as well as how I am applying these concepts to my daily life and how you can apply them to your daily life. Your feedback is really important to me and I would love to hear from you all. I appreciate each and every one of you listening. Hot Girls Read is a safe place for all of us on this journey of personal development. And each episode, we are learning and growing together. Pride is one of the seven deadly sins, and it's also a way we self-sabotage. Sometimes we are too prideful to leave the friendship that is no longer sustained in genuine love and care, or too prideful to leave the job that we truly can't stand to be at. This all comes down to pride. We care too much about what the outside world thinks of us. And that's like another common theme with all of these reasons is we care too much about what other people think. What will my parents think if I quit my job? What will my other friends think if I remove myself from that friendship? Brianna says that we can fix this by acknowledging we are not perfect and we are just people trying to do our best. Others will respect us far more if we acknowledge our imperfections, learn, adapt, and try our best in each moment. Guilt of succeeding. This takes us back to those affirmations, which are so important for us to repeat every day. Guilt of succeeding comes from feeling undeserving and that's our self-concept talking and again affirmations. We self-sabotage by overspending when we are making good money because we are uncomfortable with the abundance. In reality, successful people have no guilt of doing well in life. Money and success are just tools to buy back our time. Um, To fix this affirmation or to, sorry, to fix this um, self-sabotage, affirm to yourself, I am deserving of success. We can also view our success as a tool that allows us to do positive things in the world. My own input would be to also give back to the universe. If you have the money, pay for your friend's lunch when you go out to lunch because you know it'll make them feel good. Or fill up your mom's gas tank because it's a thoughtful gesture that shows your love and appreciation for her. The universe gives us what we also put out. That's just my my little instina insight for the episode. Okay, fear of failing. This is a way we hold ourselves back from putting in the work that would make up make us truly great at something. This really only comes up when we have attained something that we are in fear of losing, whether it's a relationship or a new group of friends. I know I'm using that as an example a lot. We, um, we ruminate on, on thoughts of potential loss and what that would feel like. We again know that our thoughts create our reality and these negative thoughts will lead to this kind of self-sabotage. Brianna says we need to fail in the right way. We need to fail from putting in the work to only grow and then succeed versus failing because we didn't show up to the relationship or we didn't make an effort to maintain the new relationship. So it's failing in the right way. Downplaying. Some of us downplay our success because we don't want to make others feel bad. And some of us downplay because we are in fear of reaching our peak. So these are our two reasons. Um, if we acknowledge we've achieved our goals, then what goals are there? Or what goals are there left to attain? If we've already reached our peak, we've already attained those goals. The thought of this can can be scary and uncomfortable. This um, the next time, you you receive a compliment from someone instead of downplaying your success by taking the attention away from you. Respond by saying, thank you, I, I worked really hard and I am so proud of myself for getting here. If we have a fear of peaking, then we can remind ourselves that perfection is an ongoing process and with every goal we achieve, there's another goal that will improve ourselves that much more. It's just like, with my fitness journey. Yes, I completed my goals for the year, but now I have new goals to get me even further, even stronger. Plus I'm on a new journey in personal development that will take me even further than just accomplishing my fitness goals. Ooh, this is a good one. Okay. Unhealthy habits. This is the most common of the 18 reasons we self-sabotage. Um, our own success. And it's by continuing habits that keep us away from our goals. We talked about this um, in previous episodes where drinking, partying, and meaningless sex are all just distractions keeping us from our goals, whether it's to meditate before we go to bed each night or attract a healthy, loving, long-lasting relationship. We do not want to wait until it gets to a low point where We have to identify these distractions that keep us from living the peaceful life we want. So we have to find the things that make us feel our best each day and stick with them. Maybe it's prepping your meals or drinking three jugs of water each day or going to the gym after work. Make it easy for yourself to succeed. If you have these healthy habits set in place, then it'll be easy to see when the distractions come along. So for example... I've been on a, a break from my nine to five and one of the nights I went out to get drinks uh, for my brother's birthday. Then um, I met up with my cousin afterwards. Although I was in bed before 11 p.m., uh, drinking makes us sleep poorly. That's just a known fact. It makes you sleep not as well. Um, I did not do my meditation and journaling that night, so I ended up doing it in the morning. But I also had a slow morning where Gia and I slept in And I went to the gym a few hours later than I normally do, and I'm podcasting later in the day than I wanted to. um, Don't feel like you have to be on such a strict schedule and so strict on yourself, but it takes some practice to get to a point where you know if you spend a night out, it is okay and you have the willpower to still get those other goals accomplished. But that being said, I also don't allow these nights to happen multiple days a week because then it would be a distraction and become an unhealthy habit. So again, it's just like it's finding balance. We talked about balance in previous episodes. We have to find the healthy balance because we want to go out and be social. And and if you drink, like drink responsibly. Um, so we need to gradually condition ourselves to prefer the healthier habits and the healthier way of living. All right. Being busy. Ooh. Okay. If this sounds like you, then that means you are running away from yourself. There is something you are uncomfortable with it. It signals to others that you, you don't know how to manage your time and have, you don't have a good, um, life balance. Ultimately being busy is just another distraction that is, uh, keeping from keeping you from dealing with the problems you need to face in order to grow to fix this you can start to prioritize let's say five tasks you want to do each day and only allow yourself to focus on those five tasks and it's super important make sure your self-care is on the top of that list it's on the top of those five tasks you want to accomplish Okay, spending time with the wrong people. Oh gosh, I feel like everyone does this to some extent. People self-sabotage by the company they keep around them. So if your goal is to live a sober life and you surround yourself with people who are drinking or where drinking is a major part of their life, it's going to be really hard for you to succeed. You're kind of setting yourself up for failure. Maybe there are people in your life that make you feel insecure or stress you out. If you do, have a conversation with them. And if it is still, if it still doesn't improve, then you kind of have to think, okay, is it time to walk away and, and choose yourself? The people you spend the most time with shape your reality and your future. So choose your inner circle wisely. The goal should be to leave a get-together feeling energized rather than drained or angry. Think about this the next time you leave a party um, with your friend or a party like a party you have with your friends or a, a family party and try to identify why you feel those emotions. Building... Building a new circle of friends is hard, but in the end, it, it's about you and your life and what's best for you. How much do you love yourself? Uh, one of my brothers was just telling me, the one who um, had the birthday party or had the birthday Um, he was just telling me at a work party that they did a game where you had to go around and say one thing about yourself that you love. My brother was really sad because people had a hard time naming just one thing that they loved about himself, themselves. He, he has a really great self-concept. Um, so he thought to himself, wow, I have so many reasons I love who I am and it's sad that the other people there had a hard time we we not only want to surround ourselves with people that fill our cup but we also have to feel that love for ourselves if saying affirmations aren't your thing because you know i've been talking about it forever um if it's not your thing like waking up and reading those affirmations on your mirror um, instead, maybe, maybe try a sleep affirmations playlist and you're that way you're not like consciously saying them to yourselves, which can be a little uncomfortable. Um, instead this, this affirmations playlist, it will access your subconscious mind and it'll pick up, it'll pick up all of the positive I am. So while you're sleeping, it, the, um, playlist will say like, I am deserving. I am magnetic. I am so loved by everyone around me. I kind of went off topic there, but remember to have relationships that you admire and feel energized from. All right. The last reason is worrying about irrational fears and least likely circumstances. I definitely have people in my life that do this. We um, preoccupy ourselves with worst case scenarios, and it doesn't help if you watch all of like the um the what is it like the ID channel with all of the murders and stuff. Oh my goodness, it's it's so bad for you. But anyway, we um we preoccupy, preoccupy ourselves with worst case scenarios. And for example, maybe you have a fear of being a passenger in a car, not because you're afraid of getting in a horrendous accident, but that is getting in a horrendous accident is, is the, the fear that you have, the irrational fear that you have. Um, but, that's not the main reason. The main reason could be because you don't like not being in control. There's always a deeper reasoning to why we do the things we do. And that is um, that is part of self-reflection in therapy and journaling. It can all be so eye-opening. The fear is really just a metaphor for something that you are in need of. So the next time you you hear yourself come up with an irrational circumstance ask yourself why if we can identify why we have the fe- why we have the fear we can discover a healthier way to respond to it i feel like i will say this about most episodes but Go back and listen and take notes about the reasons that you most identified with in self sabotage, self sabotaging, and try to make those fixes in your life. Take action. In the last episode, I said that we are gaining so much knowledge on Hawk Girls Read, but we have to do more than just listen. Again, we have to take action. We have to make the changes to really fix these components of our life in pursuit of becoming the best version of ourselves. Step out, a step out of your own way. Get to know your brain and body. And remember, the mountain is really just you, and we are mastering how to climb that mountain, reaching the top and experiencing a life of emotional intelligence, self-love, and resilience i you P.S. In our next episode, we are continuing to talk about the book, The Mountain Is You by Brianna Wiest. In the episode, we are discussing triggers that guide us to freedom. Everyone gets triggered. So what can our triggers tell us about ourselves and how can we make them into a positive experience of processing our emotions? Again, if you enjoyed the episode, please leave a review. I would love to hear your feedback. If you are interested in what books we'll be reading next, or if you just want to see really cute pictures of Gia, follow Hot Girls Read on Instagram and TikTok at Hawk Girls Read underscore podcast. You can also fill out the Q&A if you are listening on Spotify and have questions you'd like me to answer on the next episode. Episodes will be dropped on Sundays. Thank you all so much for listening. See you all next time on Hot Girls Read with Stina. Yeah.